Hello, friends, and thanks for subscribing to the Defining Marriage Podcast. Every week we talk about what's going on with marriage and our weird lives. Today I'm joined by a special guest, James. The same guest as every week. Hi. Or am I? It could be any James. It could be. It could be uh, James and the Giant Peach. Or it could be the King James Bible. It could be. I'm a talking book of lies. <laughs> That's probably not the King James Bible. Oh. Or is it... This got this got real deep and political. I mean, uh, uh, theological, real fast. Sure, I've got my cone hat on. That's how I communicate with God, and it's also how uh, I indicate my dunciness. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm just imagining you with the cone hat. Yeah, you're trying to swat it off, but you can't reach it for some reason. Because I have T-Rex arms. No, I think it's just like you you don't know how to get it off because it's stuck. Oh. It's just too tight on your head. It's a perfectly sized cone? It's a perfectly sized cone. And you're from France, like a cone head. That kind of cone, yes. Yes. Uh, hi there, how have you been? Oh, I've been fine. I've been playing Final Fantasy X-2. And I've been playing Dragon Age. Look at us go. Yeah. That's how we're spending our Pride weekend. I'm also going out later. What? What are I'm, you going to do later? I'm going to do some stuff. I'm going to Tribe, I think is the name of the party. It's at Numo's. Illustrations for this event have all featured people in like loincloths and things and jungle settings. So I don't know what to anticipate, but uh, better be good. There'll be some Tarzan stuff going on there. Are people going to pick bugs off each other and eat them? Uh, yes. Yes. That's how we celebrate pride. Well, it's, uh, you know, some people are probably going to acquire bugs. Oh, dear. And I'm going to, blech, I'm going to um, the parade tomorrow in the festival and everything 76 trombones are stuck up your butt now i am going to have to learn to play the trombone between now and then but not with your mouth <laughs> i know i need to keep my mouth free yeah. so i can sing yes yeah, so you're gonna walk on your hands and you're going to play the trombone with your butt and you're gonna put eyes on your feet so you're a two-headed foot-faced man but will there also be a face at my butt no. Like in the movie Society that we've been very excited about well, for the I'm, last 24 hours? I am very excited about the face in the butt. Okay, so somehow we've gone our whole lives without seeing this movie Society from 1988, 89, 89. It's got a bunch of nobodies in it. And it's a story, it's kind of like Donnie Darko plus Rosemary's Baby, where this teenager thinks that he's going insane, and he thinks that everyone else is around him as part of a conspiracy. And then, no spoilers here, but there are some really disgusting graphic images of people's bodies getting all rearranged. And one of them is a man with a face in the middle of his butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. And he says... It's very talkative. He, he says, I guess I am a butthead. He does, at one point. Yep. Speaking of society, there was a pornographic magazine called High Society that mm. was one of the few that I was able to pilfer as a youth from my uncle. Oh, why? was it like marijuana and porn? Is that what it was called, High Society? No, it was. I think it was just elegant people. Oh, was it really elegant people? No, like okay. it wasn't. He also had one called Swank, uh, which was not uh, all pictures of Hillary Swank. Isn't the word Swank weird? Because the thing that it means is not at all like it sounds. Oh, how does it sound? Like the word Swank. Wank? Like, if you didn't know what that word meant, mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could make a pretty safe bet that whatever swank means is going to be disgusting. If somebody said they were going to go for a swank, uh, you might not want to watch, or you might. It depends on whether or not you're a butthead. Either way, you'd, you'd want to take a shower afterwards. Mm. But So, tell me more about high society, because what I imagine is, and maybe this says something about my idea of what high society is, is a bunch of fancy ladies sitting around in petticoats, and yeah. one of them knocks on a, a, a cat... Uh, champagne thing ding ding for the cat with the cat food oh fancy feast yes okay it's all fancy feast it's women sitting in crystal goblets of fancy feast yeah doesn't that sound sexy yeah that's what it was mostly um it was uh just women with their legs spread on fainting couches and they would take a goblet of fancy feast and just uh eat it but not with their mouth i don't know what to believe and uh, it had a scratch-and-sniff portion, and it had one of those little plastic flopsy records, and you could put it on a record player, a Fisher-Price record player, and it would go, meow. So, was this a pornographic meow. magazine for cats? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what cats dream of. And you said you stole it from your uncle. Uh-huh. Was your uncle a cat? He was, was a Was he Griselda from, from Cats? Grisabella. Or was he Griselda? Was he Gr- Griselda from Cinderella? 
Griselda from Cinderella. Isn't Griselda one of her sisters? Oh, maybe. I was thinking about uh, Desperate Living. Oh, of course. There's a Griselda in there, too. Mm-hmm. There's, we're surrounded by Griseldas. There's Griselda from Desperate Living. There's Griselda from Cinderella, maybe. And there's your uncle, Griselda the cat. Meow, 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 meow. Shove some cat food inside me. And if you touch my goblet, I'll have a cone head. Pretty sure those are the lyrics, right? You were, you were in Cats. Weren't you in the original Broadway cast of Cats? What? Yeah, didn't you get up there on stage? You were you were one of the cats that gets like put in a catapult and thrown out into the audience. Meow. That's what I told my grandmother happens at the show Cats. Uh, it was coming to the the Lowell Auditorium, the Songus Center now. At the time, the Lowell Auditorium in Lowell, Massachusetts, and uh, I almost talked her into seeing it. She's death- deathly afraid of cats. Well, she's dead now, so uh, the cats will trouble her no more. But she was very afraid of cats and hated and resented them very deeply. Although she decorated her house with cat imagery. Um, and we were about to go get tickets to cats. And I said, now, you know, there is a scene where they throw live cats at the audience. Now, listeners, you may not be aware, but that is not strictly true. Cats do manhandle you at one point. Yeah, that's true. They actually do come out into the audience. Uh, but they're not like live animal cats. Yeah, no, I told her that they have bags of cats and they just release them into the audience. And sometimes they throw them. And she said, what? Oh, no. Oh, no. You're not taking me to some cat show. So did you ever get to see the movie Cats? No, the play Cats? I saw the videotaped version. Oh, it's really not the same. Yeah, it's about as much as I need. Now, speaking of the Animal Kingdom, we got a very helpful tweet last week, after last week's episode. To uh, tell me more. It's from a user whose uh, Twitter name is unpronounceable because it's mostly punctuation, but uh, the other username that they have, because you can have two on Twitter, is Scanalysis, and they clarified that uh, mammals and monotremes have nipples and produce milk. Uh, Okay. So, hooray! Do they have to have nipples, though? Because don't some of them just kind of... Doesn't it kind of ooze from the skin like a thick jelly? Some have glands in in the pouches. Oh, yeah. Mm. You just lick it up. Lap it up, fuzzball. And that's what happens... That's what happens at cats. Meow, 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 meow. But anyway, uh, what of of marriage equality? What's happening with the marriage equality news this week? Beats me. Well, as you may recall from previous episodes, the National Organization for Marriages March for Marriage is coming up. So NOM is doing an M for M? Believe me, you are not the first person to make this observation. Oh, okay. Yeah. In fact, um, at some point, it was something like two million man march for marriage. Oh. So it's like 2MM for M. I, okay. It's it's starting to get very, very M-y. Well, it's getting very specific. Mm. Anyway, so uh, they had their March for Marriage. Uh, it's been hotly, hotly anticipated. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were talking about sending out fundraising things about how they're $20,000 short and they need more money and it's going to cost a lot to get the whole thing put together. Well, they finally had it this past weekend. They had it on Saturday. Okay. It was very well attended. Mm-hmm. I assume so. 237 people attended. Oh, okay. Uh, we were able to get such a specific number because someone just stood there and counted. So they were able to do because it really was not that many people. Sure. Where was this? Uh, this was outside the Supreme Court. Oh, okay. So they marched around. Uh, they had a march. It was about half a block long. Mm-hmm. They went from the the Capitol building. They marched down the block and came around the corner to the Supreme Court. And then they had a stage set up and they did some speeches. And some of them were holding signs and some of them were holding flags and uh no one famous spoke uh, in the past they've had presidential candidates you know mm-hmm. huckabees and santorums and things uh come and speak at these uh it was just some members of of the national organization came and, and said a few things nom 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 what did they need the twenty thousand dollars for i don't know hmm. do they Renting need like the french stage? horns or something like what, is this a marching band for marriage they had bagpipes oh okay what why who knows i don't mm-hmm. know is that like a a, a knights of columbus thing like, were they actually... Were the Knights of Columbus ever actual knights? I think it's the Knights of Haggis. <laughs> play the bagpipe. And they just had a long intestine going all the way down the block. Well, it's Pride Weekend, so there's going to be <laughs> some long intestines going down the block. Okay, that's some of your most tasteful euphemism yet. <laughs> you want to have long intestines so it can accommodate all the all the meaty portions. <laughs> so last year they had 3,000 people estimated attending. This year, just under 300. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so at this rate, maybe next next year they'll have they'll have 30 people there. Okay, It'll be about the size of a of a you know average small college elective class. Well, what do they want? <laughs> like so they're marching around the court and, and i assume the court's not in session and they're not paying attention but what what, did, what would they have the court do 
I don't know. They, you know, it's not like the court can just be like, never mind, JK. Right. <laughs> we didn't mean it. We like, there's it no case before them right now. So what, what, what do they want from the court? It's super weird that they're having a march, like, a year after they lost a court case. I mean, if they're going to march anywhere, I'd think in front of Congress. Because, like, the court only hears cases that are brought to them, right? Like, they, they don't just elect to make, like, oh, hey, we just feel like making a judgment on mm-hmm. something. Uh, maybe, I mean, I guess they could march in front of Congress and say something about, I don't know, the First Amendment Defense Act or something. Not sure. that it would do much good uh, this weekend, because Congress was on break. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, they're welcome to try. Oh, I imagine the court's on break, too. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's 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 silly. Um, Brian Brown spoke, and he uh, complained mm-hmm. about how in the last year, quote, we've seen our right to speak and act undermined and threatened. But they were marching and speaking and acting. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. So, I don't know, that kind of puts the damper on that claim. Uh, I they, think, you know, they can march around the clock. They I, yeah, Knock yourselves out, guys. Exactly. Go have a good time. I mean, honestly, I think what they want, they also spoke about uh, trans people in bathrooms. Okay. And uh, right, the greatest threat. The greatest threat to our civilization, that the National Organization mm-hmm. for Marriage has clearly, you know, been set up to, to do something about. Well, there is that guy who married his toilet. Oh, God. I would not want to be the maid of honor for that. <laughs> and then, um, what else do they have to say? They were annoyed about, oh, the bakers who get in trouble and the butchers and candlestick makers. And Oh, yeah, Dunkin' Donuts guy. The Dunkin' Donuts, yes. Time Fred to make the, the donuts, yeah. Mm. Well, there was that one time where Fred's uh, gender expression did not match his identity. It's true. Fred was occasionally gender nonconforming. Mm-hmm. He, there was a commercial where he went undercover to determine what the supermarket bakeries were doing to make their donuts, and he's dressed as a little old lady. Mm-hmm. And, and he covers his mustache up with his finger. Yeah, he has a little, he has a Charlie Chaplin mustache, let's call it. Sure. And he covers it up with his gloved finger. He's mm-hmm. wearing lady gloves. And he says, do you make your donuts fresh every day? Mm-hmm. And the men at the bakery say, no, ma'am. And they're clearly very puzzled by this person. Sure. It is perhaps not the most nuanced or considered no. depiction of a gender nonconforming individual. And then he says, Hooey, I've got to take a shit. Can you please direct me to your restroom? Moi needs to meld. You're so proud. Listeners, James is grinning cheek to cheek right now. But at that not joke. with my mouth. <sighs> Anyway, so that was the National Organization for Marriages March. They uh, have not tweeted anything in like the last five days. They had no mention like on the day of like, Mm -hmm. hey, we're all lining up, everybody. Nothing on their Facebook page. Uh, So who knows what uh, what's going on over there? I want all 230 some odd people to be dressed like little Edie and to be doing her little flag dance (laughs) as they march around the clock. That's unlikely because some of those 237 uh, people included infants. Sure. Uh, and others were I think they would were... be the m- most likely to do Little Edie's dance. That's true. That's true. Oh, that would be so cute. Little little babies. The do... littlest Edie's. Oh, littlest Edie's. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Has anyone ever done that as a Halloween costume for a baby? Littlest Edie. Littlest Edie. That would be so cute. It takes some explanation. It would. It would. But, you know, it would be... It, it, not for me. If I saw that, I'd be like, oh, my God. Do you remember? I was in... Los Angeles is before we lived in LA. I was there visiting a friend on Halloween and it was me and Liz and I think I think we were joined by Kate. I think Kate was with us. Probably. And we went to a bar and I don't know, maybe like wherever Kate goes and Edie pops up, but uh, there was a, a man there dressed as little Edie and we recognized him. He was so happy that we recognized his costume mm-hmm. because he made a bet with someone years ago that he would dress as little Edie for Halloween every year until someone recognized <laughs> him. And we broke the curse. And then didn't the curse transfer to our friend because she went the next year as the Grey Gardener? Oh, no, it was the same year. It was, oh, it was the same year. an incredibly fortuitous thing. She just oh. dressed all in gray and had gardening implements and she was a gray gardener well this hers is... was even more obscure incredibly obscure i don't think anyone guessed hers no but uh yeah it was this amazing meeting of little edie and someone dresses the concept of gray gardens as the documentary it's like the time you put on green eyeshadow and took your pants off and thought everyone would be able to guess what you were look the fact that no one could guess that i was the wicked witch of the west's pervert brother <laughs> No, I was... That's so, Paul Lind. <laughs> um, here's the thing, listeners. I was wearing pants. I was wearing underwear that looked like pants. <laughs> You've already made it confusing. 
it was underwear that looked like pants. It looked like little, they had pinstripes and a belt printed on the underwear. And I had a purple shirt that was all torn up and a green eyeshadow. Uh-huh. And I had a name tag that said Bruce. Yes. And what did people think you were? They thought I was all manner of things. Like? They thought I was Bruce Boxleitner. <laughs> Somebody, a lot of people said Bruce Campbell. Somebody said Bruce Valanche. <laughs> I was, somebody said... Punky Brewster. Yes. Someone said Bruce. They were trying to like connect it to the Spruce Goose. The Spruce Bruce. The Spruce Bruce. Or, or Bruce the Goose. Yeah. No, I was um, the, the Hulk. I'm the Hulk after... What uh, is his real name? Bruce Banyan. No. Bruce Baxter? Bruce Bardlight? Yeah. So even I don't know. I don't know my own name. <laughs> no, you're very disorienting. Uh, is that how you explained it to people? I don't know. I'm I'm Bruce uh, Bruce Booby Hatch. Yeah, don't you see? And so nobody got it. Nobody got that I was the Hulk after turning back. Uh, so, yeah. but you did have your nipple out. I did have. Was it like, green? I didn't. Oh, I should have. I didn't mm. intend to. But the way that I tore the purple shirt, it like tore perfectly in a little window over my nipple. Hmm. So I should have. I should have eyeshadowed that green. Well, I think you were in a dark room right so yeah, did so anyone no even see the green, see the green? no yeah. uh, and the, where there was light it was it was all like red bulbs yeah so everyone just looked red but <laughs> it was poor planning on my part mm-hmm. but whatever i got to take my pants off sure so there was another march for marriage this weekend oh another m for m yes oh so many this one was a little bit better attended these were in australia and they happened in a couple of different cities uh brisbane melbourne sydney perth victoria uh, lots of thousands of people marched. Uh, I don't have counts for all of these. Brisbane, 2,000. Melbourne, 3,000. So, yeah, a lot of people marching in favor of marriage equality. Uh-huh. Saying, don't make us do a plebiscite. It mm-hmm. sounds disgusting. It's almost as disgusting as doing a swank. Sure. They don't want it. Those are their two options. They have to do either a plebiscite or a swank. Which would you pick? I would abstain. Oh, really? That's... Oh, you're a bad citizen. It's fine. It's your duty as an Australian. It is. Do you you'd hop into a little pouch and, and suck and on a milk And zip it gland? up and, uh, yeah, just lick the, the flesh as the milk oozes out. That's gross. So there was uh, leaked information this week, this past week, that when the plebiscite happens... I mean, we, it's always known been known that uh, it's not like a binding thing, mm-hmm. but uh, there's at least... The pretense that legislators will vote in the direction that the majority of Australians vote. Okay. And now it turns out that they're trying to work this deal where there'll be a loophole where uh, a legislator can vote in the direction that their constituents wanted them to vote. I but know that what sounds is that, confusing. But what does that change? Well, the idea is that, okay, the people of Australia in general, like whatever it is, 70% of the Australian people mm-hmm. across the entire country have yeah. said, we want gay marriage. Right. And so therefore, that is the direction that the government is agreed to head uh, with its legislation. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus, uh, with this thing that they're trying to work out, uh, that individual legislators can say, well, uh, 70% may vote in this way, but I represent the Northern Territories, and the Northern Territories voted uh, 70% that they don't want gay marriage. So I personally am not going to obey the national outcome, just the territory outcome. Mm, okay. I mean, it still sounds like marriage would carry the day, because if 70% of constituents overall, I mean, unless there's insane gerrymandering in Australia... It doesn't sound like it changes the outcome. It seems like it just gives an escape hatch for people who are up for re-election in areas where marriage is not popular. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I, in most of Australia, there aren't even enough people to gerrymander. In the, in the, you know, around the capital territory and stuff, there's it's denser. But sure. Yeah, I think that's exactly what's going on. That you know, people are like, oh boy, I represent a really conservative area, and uh, I really don't want to have to answer to people who are mad at me for voting in favor of marriage equality. So uh, can we just do a conscience vote? Okay. I mean, can they just go for maybe a walkabout during the vote and skip it? Uh, that would be great if they're just like, whoops, I forgot. I was yeah. just too far away. Yeah. I was in a didgeridoo. I was didgeridoodling myself while I was thinking about swank. Oh, it's disgusting. Uh, okay. So now we have plebiscite, didgeridoodling, and swank. Those are three disgusting words. Those are my also three the nicknames. Title of this episode. Oh, uh, are they? Is that like it's like your 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 classy name? Yep. Like your long family name. Uh, plebiscite didgeridoodling swank. Yeah. Oh, the of the Northern Territories swanks. Sure. Uh, Hillary Swank's long lost brother. Uh, speaking of disgusting things, uh-huh. Trump, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. has announced his advisory board, his evangelical advisory board. Oh, why does he need one of those? Uh, so that evangelicals will want to vote for him. But they will anyway because he's the party they want. 
want. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the strategy okay. is well, here. whatever. But he needs these people on his side, apparently. Sure. And so he's worked out some sort of deal where they're on his advisory board and they tell him what he should do to make himself attractive to evangelicals. And then those people will go and tell their evangelicals, hey, go vote for this Trump guy. He's listening to us. Much in the same way that the red priestesses are espousing the virtues of Khaleesi on, on Game of Thrones. I was going to say, did they get this idea from Tyrion Lannister? It seems that way, right? It's, yeah. I mean, this is the way the politics has always worked. Sure. That you have your surrogates and, and your surrogates, you know, listen to the people and then pass the people along to you and you pass yourself along to the people, blah. Uh, so it may not shock you to learn that the evangelicals on his advisory board mm-hmm. are no great friend of the gay community. No. Yes, okay. it's true. So, you know, Donald Trump said, ask uh, ask the gays what they think and what they do, and ask yourself, who's a better friend to the gays, Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton? Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, I bet you Hillary Clinton does not have an advisory board that includes Michelle Bachman. Oh, uh, probably not. You remember her, right? Sure. With her weird eyes. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the time that she literally started power walking to get away from a reporter and the reporter had to like sprint to keep up with her? No. She just kept walking faster and faster. That's pretty great. Now, she's not the witch. She's not the witch. That was Christine something. Okay. Christine's the witch. Michelle um, is just, uh, oh, she's the one with the gay husband. Yes. Okay. Yes. Marcus, who Mm -hmm. had the ex-gay, I almost called it camp. It wasn't a camp. It was just a practice. Okay. But it was pretty camp. (laughs) Yeah. So he's the one, the fabulous Marcus Bachman. Mm-hmm. What a shame that she's no longer in office and, and we don't get to see that. The first lady, Marcus Bachman. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I miss him. I miss him. Mm-hmm. Him, and his, him and his purse and heels. Uh, anyway. He, Wait. No, no, no. He didn't have a purse and heels. Oh, okay. In public. My goodness. Some accusations and allegations. Mm, yes. Uh, we don't know what he does. What a innuendo. Uh, who else is on the advisory board? James Dobson. Of the Lutwidge Dobsons? What? What's the Ludwidge Dobsons? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. You had a little stroke of genius there. Uh, uh, yeah, so he started Love One Out. Okay. That's an ex-gay ministry. Is that an evolution of Rub One Out? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. It's a masturbation ministry. That's when it came to him, so to speak. So to speak. That goes... <laughs> that was... At some points, refreshing. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Is that... I'm drowning. Oh, you're drowning in Coda. 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 So to speak. Uh, Kenneth Copeland is another person on this thing. Uh, oh, Richard... he wrote the... Uh, ba, 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 ba. Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 ba. Douglas Copeland who wrote that. Ba 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 ba. Richard Land. Uh, this land is your land. Yes, people baby. seem they say land ho. Why? <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Uh, he's the one who sees a, another religious figure. He said the gays are satanic. Okay. So he'll be passing that along to Donald Trump, a mm-hmm. uh, friend of the gays. Uh, Harry Jackson. <laughs> I bet it is. Uh, Harry Jackson is his real name. Uh-huh. He says that marriage is comparable to. Hitler. The gay, uh, gay marriage is comparable to Hitler. Uh, what? what? Yeah. This is a quote. Folks who cannot reproduce want to recruit your kids. We need to steal back the rainbow. We can't let the gays have it. <laughs> it sounds like a cereal commercial for children. Yes. It's, uh, people are always out to grab the rainbow. Yes. He, he, t- to be fair, he is a magical leprechaun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, also, Ronnie Floyd. Okay. He says, quote, Satan has taken his tool of homosexuality, a gross and evil sin, and done a con job on the American culture. Hmm. A gross and evil sin. Not as gross as the plebiscite, but still gross. Sure, but what a tool. <laughs> Ooh, I'd, I'd give it a con job. I'd give it a, a corn job. Oh, corn. That suits me fine. Mm-hmm. Robert Jeffress. Yeah. He uh, is a chinless weirdo. Uh, I'm sorry. There, there are other things that you can say about him. Sure. He's a, a very short man. <laughs> Okay, I thought you were going to go away from his appearance, but fair no. enough. He looks like a he looks like a smiley face drawn on a middle finger. <laughs> anyway, Robert Jeffers says we are engaged. Oh no, sorry, not we are engaged, but homosexuals are engaged in the most detestable, unclean, abominable acts you can imagine. Like what? Tell me more. I don't know. He doesn't. Mm. He doesn't specify. Now I can imagine some pretty detestable, unclean, abominable acts. After fifteen years of knowing you, what? You just described a person who married a toilet. Yeah, that's not that bad. That's, to be fair, gays haven't tried to do that yet. No, and you can clean your toilet. 
Uh, and then there's James Robison. Uh-huh. An attack he calls uh, marriage equality. Oh, no, it's just homosexuality in general. An attack on the very possibility that God gave his creation a reliable standard to follow. Okay. Good grief. Uh, get out of town. Oh, back but, to Robert Jeffers for a second. I almost sure. forgot about one of the one of the most wonderful things that he said. Uh, that uh, gray string bean. He said... Uh, <laughs> That homosexuals have a clever plan to brainwash America using the same brainwashing techniques that have been practiced by the Chinese for hundreds of years. Oh, ancient Chinese secret, huh? What on earth? Hundreds of years. So, I mean, on the one hand, if he was talking just about sort of like Maoist China... Um, and it's propaganda and that sort of thing. Okay. But that hasn't been around for hundreds of years. No. What could he be? I think he's just referring to, like, ancient Chinese mysticism? The communist government in China does control the information that people get, and they use propaganda to sway the population one way or another, as do most governments. But that's kind of new. Yeah. I mean, you know, in, in geological terms. I don't think it's like a hundreds of years kind of thing. No. So I don't know. I, I think he's just talking about like so a you, weird you, racist, like, oh, the Chinese have bedeviled people. Sure. Like the Mandarin. What is that? That is a villain. Oh, like I a don't Marvel know that, DC villain? Uh, yeah. I don't know that he has magic powers, though. So maybe Fu Manchu, didn't he have the power of hypnosis and potions and that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. One of those... He's an evil genius yeah. with magic powers. I'm sure Doctor Strange has, has fought. And a villain of these sorts of characteristics. He started out as a character that was, uh, well, anyway. Yeah, but yes. So anyway, that's Robert Jeffers advising Donald Trump on uh, ancient Chinese brainwashing techniques. <sighs> great, great friend to the gays, that guy. Speaking of great friends to the gays, you remember Kim Davis? Yeah, do I ever. So, yeah, you remember Kim Davis. I have some videos about her. If you look at my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. uh, I have some things about Kim Davis and some things about Jim Davis. Wonderful. Do not confuse the two. No, one of them tried to make U.S. Acres happen. Oh, God. I don't. Is that still around? Is that still a thing? Oh, I don't know. I haven't was... looked at a newspaper in 40 years. I forgot it was even in the newspaper. It was, it was a cartoon, for sure. Sure. You remember that? I, mm-hmm. I saw. I watched the cartoon. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, indeed. It was part of the Garfield half-hour fun time. Yes, the Friends are there show. Yeah. So, Garfield yeah, and Friends. They were never as exciting as Garfield to me. No, and Garfield wasn't that exciting to begin with. No, although I really do like the Garfield Halloween special. Sure. It is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Kim Davis. Yep. Uh, she's a, uh, clerk in Kentucky. She went to jail because she refused to do her job, blah, blah, blah. She would like to have her case dismissed, please. Okay. Well, what is the status of her case? Uh, so, uh, it was ruled that she acted inappropriately uh-huh. and, uh, that's under appeal right now. And n- what has changed is the governor of Kentucky has changed the rule so that the clerk's name is no longer on the marriage certificates. Okay. So she's like, oh, well, so it's not really any of my business anymore. I don't care. Uh, can I have the case dismissed? No. So, I, I mean, no, that's not how it works is it or is that how it works i I kind of is like oh okay now at this point it's kind of a moot point it doesn't really matter her objections are gone it doesn't have to worry about anymore so uh yeah so if you disobey a law and then the law changes then you're good well she went to jail for the thing that she broke the law for i mean she wasn't she wasn't convicted of a crime she was sure you know went to jail because she was i think it was contempt of court yeah and then there was a whole lawsuit she was never actually charged with a crime oh well then what's being dismissed the the lawsuit about whether or not she's she should be required to put her name on this thing oh well who's suing her Uh, i think it's the aclu Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if if her name, if there's no place for her name to go, then whatever. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Goodbye. So uh, disappear back to obscurity and uh, weird sweatshirts. Uh, okay. More more critique of the the fashion of these people. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so her um, her lawyer is mm-hmm. Matt Staver. Okay. Uh, she may be ready to disappear from public view, but he is not. He gave a little, uh, talk on the radio this week. He says, uh, that gay marriage, quote, puts every household at risk because same-sex marriage by its nature says that boys and girls, you don't need moms and dads, that they're completely irrelevant, that two men or two women are just as good as a mother and a father. And that's a complete lie from the pit of hell. (laughs) Okay. Let's start with that premise. It is a lie from the pit of hell. Mm. What is the harm? If kids are raised in a stable home with two dads and two moms, or let's say a single dad and a single mom of whatever sexual orientation, um, what is the harm? 
Who is harmed? I think that would go back to that quote from James Robison on Trump's advisory board that God gave his creation a reliable standard to follow. Uh, The harm is that you're not doing what God wanted you to do. But what is the harm? Like, is the kid not being fed? Is the kid not being clothed? Is the kid not going to school? The kid is not as close to God as he should be. Okay, but that's not something our legal system gives a fuck about. So... (laughs) So what is the harm? I mean, how is the child being neglected? How is the child being abused? Why is the child uh, not getting everything they need or deserve in such a household? Now, I've been watching a lot of these people talk because uh, I've got a video that when this uh, podcast appears, the video will just have gone up on YouTube, which you can find at youtube.com slash Matt Baum, about some of the people that Trump has surrounded himself with. Mm-hmm. And so I've been watching what they have to say. And, you know, there's this Robert Jeffress quote about how oh, homosexual marriage is a counterfeit marriage. And uh-huh. uh, it's, you know, a, a okay, sham. let's say it is. It's it's counterfeit. It's a sham. I mean, all this stuff's made up anyway. Sure. And, and Ralph Reed likes to say that um, the research bears out that the best environment for children is a environment where you have a biological mother and father. Okay. And that will be the healthiest for kids. And kids are not getting all of their emotional needs met and all of their spiritual needs met when they have uh, two men or two women. Okay. Then they should not be raised by grandparents or single parents or adoptive parents or foster parents or... I think they would agree that those things are are not ideal. And and then they should be not allowed to be raised in those environments. Well, then, uh, you know, it's funny that you say that, because in one of these clips, someone says to Ralph Reed, would you rather have children in an orphanage? And he refuses to answer that. He will answer every other single fucking question, but Mm -hmm. uh, the one that is actually being put to him. Well, right, because if that's what you're saying, that this is the only thing that the the, the children, this is the only circumstance under which children should be raised because it is the optimal circumstance— then we should not allow children to be raised by anyone other than their biological parents, most of which are, you know, fuck-ups who got drunk. Mm -hmm. Also, queer people have been raising children since forever. I mean, this is an actual thing that has been happening Mm -hmm. for hundreds of years. Sure. And, uh, you know, if if it was actually causing harm, uh, gee whiz, you'd think there'd be some people upset about it besides just 237 people marching on a Sunday. Yeah, but I mean, going back to, to the original question, like, Let's let's say it's counterfeit. Let's say it's a sham. Let's say it is a lie from the pit of hell. Let's say a demon. Uh, demons are real, and there's a there's a red skin, the tongue waggling, horny, shaggy, pointy man with a big tool and a swanky attitude. And played he, by Tim Curry. Uh, absolutely, and he crawls out of the toilet, and he's like, "I've got a wonderful grinchy idea." <laughs> And there's a man sitting there, and the man says, What are you doing in my wife? Oh, yes, of course. Shut up, you. I'm gonna have men marry men, and women marry women. Get me some Chinese. I need brainwashing techniques. Children, mothers and fathers don't matter. Mommies don't matter, and daddies don't matter. Okay, but the kids are going to school. They are getting clothes, they are getting food, they are getting jobs, they are growing up to raise their own children, Uh, they are participating in their society. Um, What's the problem? Let's say it was all the work of a demon who crawled out of a toilet. What's the problem? They would say that those children are more likely to drop out of school and to abuse drugs and to uh, raise children out of wedlock and to abuse animals and do all kinds of crazy things that you don't want people doing. But those people will be unstable. Because they don't think mothers and fathers are important? Yes. They'll be more likely to drop out of school. They'll be more likely to be poor performers at work because they did not have a mother and father. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because they... No, no. Let's say they had two parents who met all their emotional and physical needs, not, you know, some physical needs, it's not appropriate for them to meet, but, you know, the the, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs okay. are met, uh, not the, the needs of a boudoir baby crying <laughs> out in the night. Don't get sidetracked. Oh, sorry. Uh, so their needs are being met. But not all their... <laughs> to be clear, there are certain needs that is not appropriate for any parent of any sexual orientation to meet for their child. Sure. Don't do that. That's the message of this podcast. Parents, don't meet all your child's physical needs, but make sure they are fed and clothed and sheltered and protected from slaps from villains 
and uh, all the other things that and children from need. Swank. And from Swank and from wild animals. There are many things that, 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 that could eat a child or destroy a child. So the parents have protected the child from that mm-hmm. and raised them and mm-hmm. put them out into the world. Mm-hmm. And who cares? Who cares? Now, are, you, are you describing two same-sex parents? It could be two same-sex parents. It could be a step-parent. It could be a grandparent. It could be a godparent. It could be a foster parent. It now, could be an adoptive parent. What they're going to say is that in cases where it is not the biological mother and father, those kids may have had their basic needs met, but they're more likely to drop out of school and abuse drugs and create children who can't be... How much more likely? Oh, no, that's where it gets a little vaguer. Yeah, because, I mean, like, it's one of those things where, like, okay, there's a certain food that increases your likelihood of cancer and people will freak out about that but it increases you know your chance of cancer from 0.01 percent to 0.02 percent now that's doubling your risk of cancer and if you just said it doubles your risk of cancer then that is a terrifying statistic but then if you look at the actual values you're like oh it goes from almost totally unlikely to still almost totally unlikely so i'm gonna have myself this skittles pizza which is a known carcinogen I don't care. That sounds amazing. So, I mean, like, if the kids are going from an infinitesimal chance of having these problems to an ever so slightly infinitesimal chance, but still tiny, 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 Mm -hmm. then again, who cares? Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the research that shows that same-sex parents are suboptimal is fake research that does not really exist. Right. And, you know, the best they could do is is come up with, uh, oh, you remember there was that one, who was it? It was Regnerus, Mark Regnerus came up with the whole study. Is that a Marvel villain? Is it is it Regnerus versus the Mandarin? Essentially, yeah. He is, he is as villainous as any Marvel villain. Okay. Uh, and, you know, came up with a study that was like, oh, look at how terrible same-sex parents are. And, I mean, the whole thing mm-hmm. was just rife with errors to the point where somebody who was hired to... Um, do like an audit on the study uh he used the term bullshit to describe the actual <laughs> study yeah so the, i mean the, the research doesn't really exist but let's, like but let's, okay but let's say that there's research that says um single parents or godparents or grandparents or adoptive parents or foster parents or step parents are all suboptimal okay what margins are we talking about here probably pretty slim i actually and you know i what studies what research does exist is that uh it, it is better to have kids raised uh in for example homes where there is some parental stability compared to you know a whole cycle of adults coming and going and you don't know who is responsible for the kid well that's what i was gonna say and also like what are they controlling for things like uh you know economic brackets and things like that because uh, a single parent household that is in a very low income bracket is probably going to have less stability um not because poor people are villains but because you know you're probably gonna have a parent working multiple jobs uh struggling to make ends meet and not able to give their full attention to the kid uh, emotionally, because they have to put all of their time into earning money to just meet the child's basic physical needs. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there may be like an element of neglect that leads to a worse outcome. Yep. But what about a single parent who has the money to get, you know, daycare and a nanny and uh, a tutor and, right. you know, camp and of all course. those sorts of things? So the best research we have when we do real research and we control for those things is that same-sex parents or straight parents, it does doesn't matter. What matters is how attentive the parents are and how much they uh, love and care for the child. Mm-hmm. So that's the actual determining thing. So if these people really cared about the welfare of children, they'd be, you know, invested in things like uh, prenatal education so that people learn before the oh. baby arrives. Oh, 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 I thought you meant they'd like shove a book up the woman. Yes, yes. No, that's the process. Oh, okay. You give the kid something to read while he's gestating. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Educating people while they are expecting about how to be good parents. Sure. You give like the, uh, the, the prenatal, you give the baby abstinence-only education. Yes, it's never too early to start. No, uh, yeah, very, very few fetuses get pregnant. Yeah, well, uh, so anyway, that's that's that. So Matt Staver uh, says, uh, "Lie from the pit of hell." Is- well, I'm willing to meet him there. Okay, I'm going to say because because hell's make believe. It is a lie from the pit of hell. So what? So what? If it, it, whether it comes from hell or from China or from uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, wherever the idea for gay marriage came from, who cares? Is anyone harmed? Mm, 
well, he would say yes, and reality would say no. So they'll have to agree to disagree. Sure. And then we have uh, a system to ascertain reality. (laughs) We do. We do. It's not always perfect, but it's pretty good. It's seldom perfect, but, uh, you know, it's what we got. It's what we got. It's it's what separates us from the animals. You know what? It's suboptimal. But it's still pretty good. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of that system, uh, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of that system giving us marriage equality. I didn't ask for it. I know you didn't. Uh, So, first year of gay marriage across the country. Uh, Gay marriage is up... (laughs) That was very good. Good trumpeting. Uh, Without using your mouth. Mm -hmm. Uh, First year of gay marriage. Uh, Gay marriage is up 13%. Let's, well, from nothing? From nothing. No, let's get a little more specific on that. Okay. Uh, because I found that strange as well. Because okay. I saw the statistic, gay marriage is up 13 percentage points from where, uh, in places where it wasn't legal. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Uh, yeah. What they're actually saying is uh-huh. in places where it wasn't legal before this ruling, uh-huh. um, a very small amount of gay couples were married, mm-hmm. uh, who would have to travel to another state and then come back and be married from another state. Right. Uh, so that uh, number has gone up uh, 13 percentage points. It's still pretty low. It's in the low 20s, I think. Um Okay. But uh, now there's low 20s of, of people in, like, Utah, for example. Sure. Uh, oh, no, and not Utah, because Utah had marriage before the Supreme Court ruling. Ah. Louisiana. Uh, so it's it's up in the low 20s, and if you take those states in aggregate. Mm-hmm. Uh, in places where it was already legal, like Connecticut and Iowa and California, it's up 10 percentage points. Okay. Uh, overall, across the country, almost about 10% of LGBT adults are married to a same-sex spouse. Okay, how do we know that? That's from Gallup, which has done a survey. Okay. You, you seem skeptical. No, I mean, that sounds reasonable. I'm just trying to figure out how you measure that. Does Gallup have a list of all the gays and they, they call a representative sample? Yes. What they do oh, okay. is they look at it. I mean, there's all these statistical models that are used. Mm-hmm. But basically what you do is you call a representative sample. You find out how many same-sex, uh, same-sex attracted people are, how many LGBT people are we talking to. Mm-hmm. Of those people, how many are married to someone of the same sex? And we can extrapolate that this percentage across the country uh, are married. Oh. Uh, there have been a ton of same-sex marriages in the last year. How many? 123,000. That's too many. It's uh, sure but is it's a lot. But it's one, two, three. Look at that. I know. It's very, uh, it's, it's, it's got a nice symmetry to it. It's not oh. symmetry. What is it? It's a nice progression to it? Whatever. It's a nice number. It's a good-looking number. Sure. Good one, job. two, three. Good job, homosexuals. Uh, now, we'll see uh, as time goes on how many of those divorce because, uh, I don't know, I would kind of expect that to be commensurate with heterosexuals. Maybe, but like gay dudes will just fuck other people. They won't necessarily go through the hassle of getting That's divorced. True, getting the divorce. So uh, maybe not. Maybe I, I wouldn't be surprised if we were a little better at uh, keeping relationships intact and stable. So who knows? We'll find out. Mm. We'll find out. Uh, other good news this week? Yes. Stonewall National Monument. Oh, okay. Obama has declared the Stonewall National Monument. Very nice. So, wait, the Stonewall National Monument. So, is it that the bar is becoming a national monument, or is he going to build a big penis? <laughs> oh, if only if only the big penis. Uh, we if already only. Have, if only the big penis. We already have one of those in Washington. There's the, uh, oh, yes. The Washington. Well, that, you should just name that the Stonewall National Monument. Oh, God. Yeah. Paint it pink and uh, put a little fire hose at the top. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's uh, going to be a, an area that includes the Stonewall Inn and the sidewalks okay. and streets and a little park across from the it. The original one or the current one? Because it moved, didn't it? No, no. It's a movable it's, feast, I thought. Place. No, same Are way. you sure? Pretty sure. Giving you the, I'm giving you the stink you're eye because I think it might have moved. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's the same one. Hmm. I th- it's been through a lot of different ownerships, but uh, pretty sure it's the same one. If you say so. I've seen a lot of pictures of it, and the pictures always seem to be the same building. Okay. So the outside has changed a bit, and the streets have changed, and uh, the pictures have gone from black and white to color. But anyway, it's the first, and it's it's part of the National Park System now. Oh. It's the first uh, unit of the National Park System that's dedicated to LGBT history. Is it the first unit of the National Park System that's a bar? That's a good question. Mm. I don't know. I mean, there's actually a lot of U.S. history involves a bar. You know, if you go back to like the revolution and stuff like that, people met at watering holes. Sure. But I don't know if there are any like working bars where you can go and get a get a mojito. It's part of the national park system. That's a good question. It does mean that because it's now part of the NPS, uh, they have to have a lot of wildlife. So there'll be um, bears and elk and wolves. There are already bears. Ocelots. and, And a few of them. Yeah. Otters. Oh, mm-hmm. plenty of odds. More otters than the eye can see. Stacked floor to ceiling. Otters upon otters. <laughs> so there was an article in, I think it was New York Magazine recently, that about like all this gay animal nomenclature. Mm-hmm. 
And it had an illustration of an otter, like an animal otter, uh, wearing a leather harness. It was so cute. And it would make such a good tattoo. Would, would you, you want an otter tattoo on your face? No, maybe not on my face. Why not? Unless it was an otter tattoo to make me look like an otter, like oh, my nose was black and I had whiskers tattooed Oh, on. do you want a little triangle nose tattooed on your real nose? Yeah. So do you want otter teeth tattooed on your real teeth? Yeah. I want my want... ears tattooed to be otter ears. Sure. And I want to have an otter tail tattoo. Do you want a mollusk glued to your hands and you smash it against a rock that's in your other hand? Yes. And when we sleep, we hold hands. No, we don't. Yes, we do. We float in the pool and we just hold hands. I would float in the tub. I want a bigger tub. Oh, it would be nice to have a bigger tub. I want the tub from She-Devil. What? Oh, yes. The one that... Um, <gasps> I've forgotten her name. What's, What's her, her name? name? Grace. McGillicuddy. No. No. Shoot. That is a woman's name, though. It is. What is her name? What is her Facey name? Facey Nosehead. That's no. pretty close. Oh, shoot. What's her name? Google Face. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, what's her name? Roseanne Barr's in the movie. She certainly is. And, oh, I can't believe I've forgotten this woman. She's from The Devil Wears Prada. She's from it all. Oh, uh, what is her name? No, no. That was not a request. Oh, what's her name? She's in the She-Devil, and she gives somebody a look while she's taking a bubble bath. Uh, and she slinks away into the bubbles. Flippy face. I keep, all these names have face in it. <laughs> they that do. I'm coming up with. So I'm pretty sure that face is a part of her name. Yep. Gosh, she's got two eyes. She has both of them. She has a nose. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm imagining her face, so uh-huh. she has one. She definitely has one. Mm-hmm. Gilda Hand Hand. <laughs> what? No, yeah. that's terrible. Gilda Hand Hand. Therese Priests. Therese Priests? Therese Priests. It's hard to say. Am I close? Is that is that close in any way? Is there any sound in there that's close? Kind of. Really? One of them is kind of, yeah. Beast Master? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, believe in your feet. <laughs> uh, believe in your feet. Okay, so uh, there is a sound in there. Believe in your feet. Yeah, I know. I think, I think I've latched onto the sound E, and I don't think it's correct. Grangly Mangram. <laughs> nope, it's not Grangly Mangram. Is there a G? I feel nah, that, no. I feel that there's a G. But oh, oh. are you trying to do a cold reading on her? Yeah, I'm. Dionne I'm seeing. A, I'm seeing a letter G. Oh. Now that name you remember? Yeah, Dion Warwick. I remember. Mm-hmm. And Miss Cleo. Oh well, oh, unforgettable. Uh, no, what's her name? Oh God, a uh, ludicrous hand flap. I love it. Ludicrous. Yep. Ludicrous. <laughs> Good old ludicrous. Ludicrous. Who would name a baby ludicrous? I don't know. Someone who loves ludifisk and is kind of silly. <laughs> That's me. Mm-hmm. Oh, G- Badula moops. But do, I had a moops last time. You didn't did. I? You've had. I don't know if it was last time, but you've had moops before. I had moops in there. Yeah. Hoofily poop. <laughs> it's not hoofily poop. Um, that famous actress, Hoofily Poop. She's won so many awards. She she won our hearts. Tildy Hildy? It's not Tildy Hildy. I need a hint. I'm not getting anything. It's not a need a hint. Uh, how could you? I, I want to punch you in the face <laughs> in that grinning little face of yours. Little? Yeah. Look at you. You've got a tiny little face <laughs> attached to your body. <laughs> It's apparently not as big as Hilda Moop. Oh, no one's is. She's got the biggest face in town. <laughs> but not on her head. <laughs> anyway. Omlekonk bonk bonk. <laughs> oh, I keep trying. I keep trying to access it. There's nothing in my brain. I need a hint. I need some kind of hint. Wait, what did you say about feet? Believe in your feet? Believe in your feet. That's the closest you've been. No, it isn't. It is. Help. Believe in your feet. Uh, teetle tits. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> it's not teetle tits. Now, she does... Tell me... She does have tits. Tell me this. Yeah. Does she have a real human name? Yes, but it is not the most common. But it's not the least common. It's not D- believe in your... Halvan Danderdrap? So that's what you thought a real human name is. It's Halvan almost a real Danderdrap. human name. Halvan Danderdrap? Helen, Helen, Helen. Okay, Helen Vanderdrap. Now, there is an actress named Helen Mirren. There is. There's she one. is similar to this actress in that they are of a certain age. Yeah. Groups. No, not a name. Grapes. Not still not a name. <laughs> Gloria. Gloria's a name. Gloria's a name. But you said there's no G. I don't think there's a... No, uh, no. Melvin. Nope. Man's name. Marvin. Nope. Still a man's name. Mm-hmm. Michelle Prenuptial. <laughs> no, that's a, just a word. It's not Michelle Prenuptial. Mich- Mark Lank. 
Not a name. Well, okay, let's let's lock Marklank for now. Okay, we're locking Marklank? Really? Just for now. It's not it's not correct, but let's lock Marklank and Mark then spin Lank the last name. Heavenstank. Nope, not Marklank, Mark Heavenstank. Grangles? It's not Grangles. You Mark- said Grangles before. Did I? There's something very similar. Marklank the man. No, that's, that's a terrible name for a female actress. <laughs> America's sweetheart, Marklank the man. Uh, Marklank... It- Dandruff. No, don't name a person Dandruff. Marklank Strictly. Okay. What? Lock Strictly. Strictly. And now let's Release evolve Mark and let's evolve Marklank. Evolve Marklank into what? Is this a Pokemon? Yep. What does Marklank evolve into? Marchamp. <laughs> uh, she really is a champ. Uh, Mar. Well, I, I assume it has to evolve into a woman's name. Yes, as do we all. Merchel. M- Wait, did you? What did you? What did you say the first time? Merchel. Lock Merchel, and now let's work on the last name. Merchel. I don't remember what I said. I don't either. Stanglehat. It wasn't Stanglehat. Marshall <laughs> Strictly. It was Strictly, wasn't it? Okay. Yep. It was. So let's evolve what? Strictly. Marshall Strictly. Marshall Fractal. No. no. Marshall Schickle. No. Marshall. Trickly? No. Marshall Grampling? No. Marshall's Dickling. Marshall's Dicklink. <laughs> Marshall's Dicklink? No, it's not that. Marshall Crinkling. Go back to Strictly and start Strickly. evolving from there. Strackly? Strickles? Stankles. Wait, go back to... Sturkles? Now keep going. Marshall Sturkles. Keep going. Marshall Stukles. Marshall Stantles. Marshall Superolps. Marshall Singles. Do you remember Believe in Your Feet? Yeah. Marshall Stinkly's Feet? Wait. Marshall Stinky Feet. Marshall Stinky Feet. Really? Keep going. Really? Keep going. Marshall Stonglevit. Marshall Steverly. Marshall Steverly? No. Marshall. Go back to the feet. Steverly Feet. Marshall Steak Feet? No. Marshall Strink Feet? Okay, stick with that direction. Marshall. I don't know what the direction is. String feet. String feet? Marshall string feet? Say that really fast. Marshall string feet. <laughs> it doesn't help. It doesn't help. It just makes me feel silly. <laughs> Marshall string feet. No, that doesn't work. Never mind. Marshall. What if I just say it? Marshall string feet. No, that doesn't help. So the last name has a correct sound in it, but it's only one syllable. Feet? Yeah. Okay. So just say that. Feet. And now say. Marshall feet. Okay. Marshall. Feet. Mar. Marvel. Marsh. Marple. Marble. Murble. Myrtle. Myrtle. No, no, go back to Murble. Murble? Murble feet. Murble. Marble. Murble feet. Murble feet? Now. Mur. Murble feet? This is terrible. <laughs> no one's gonna vote for Murble feet. <laughs> Mur. Krill? Marker. These are still not women's names. <laughs> you, have, Merle, you have many of the sounds. Merrill. Merrill Streep. Merrill Streep. Yes. Merrill Streep. Not Merrill Feet. Merrill Feet. Merrill Feet. Merrill Feet. Oh my God. Oh, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> world. Thank you. Now, what's great about this yeah. is that's your sexual release for the week. <laughs> is that you're, you're now you're spent? Is it ever? It's like it's like when you leave your dog at the daycare and it comes back and it's all tired and you don't have to take care of it. You don't have to have sex I don't, with I it. I don't have to have sex with your, your dog <laughs> because you're all worn out. Oh boy, am I? I need a I need a cigarette, <laughs> but not to smoke. Oh, you need some Merble feet. I do. I, oh, would you would you make me a, a nice steaming pot of Merble feet? Sure. Oh, I'm exhausted. Feet. Friends, thank you so much for joining us for another torturous expedition through the wilderness of my declining mental state. Uh, if you have thoughts on today's show, please tweet at me at Matt Baum on Twitter, but be gentle. And uh, leave a note about the show on, on iTunes if you'd like. That's uh, very helpful. You can also get my book, Defining Marriage, which is a very serious thing. And not, at all, not at all a compendium of, of <laughs> decaying neurological conditions, connections. Uh, that's at definingmarriage.com. If you're enjoying the show, please tell your friends or your enemies. <laughs> and uh, until next time, by the power vested in me by the internet, I hereby declare this podcast feet.
Yeah. Wait, are you recording? Yes. Oh, fiddlesticks.